Welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm Carlene Savage, conflict resolution expert, founder of the Savage Theory of Resolution, and your host. And today we're going to talk about depression, but I want to put in a caveat. Yes, I'm a conflict resolution expert. I'm also certified. I'm also certified in hostage and crisis negotiations. And so having, and I've worked the, the uh, crisis lines. And I want to talk about the topic of depression. Now, there is medical major de- depressive disorders um, that need a lot of help. And working the crisis lines, you get those kinds of individuals as well. But I want to talk about an, uh, you know, the 50,000-foot view of depression and how you can deal with it because things happen that create um, instances of depression or periods of depression, and there are things we can do. And I'm not talking about the medically treated depressions. I want to be very clear that this is not that fix, but we are facing that all the time. I got an email yesterday from a woman that was talking about all the stuff that's happening online, the Russia-Ukraine situation. She's got a new product that she's releasing that's frustrating her and and just the overwhelm. She inundated herself with a lot of the news and what was going on, but didn't get some of the work done for her product and her business. And because of that, it created a depressive situation. And it's not isolated to her. It's happening all the time. I've shared with you about that we, we are moving. That created just a, you know, a short period of depression about that situation. Things are happening all the time around us. And we need to stop dismissing them. And we need to look at them. And there are safer, safe ways to look at them and to face and to deal with the unhappiness, the inundation, all the pot shots that society takes at us, all the different ways that society in general is telling us we're inadequate or not right or don't fit or whatever that is. And that passively batters us. And then you go to things like a family gathering where something goes sideways. Um, You end up at a funeral and somebody walks in and you're, they're kind of the black sheep. Um, all of this stuff can inundate your soul, your happiness, the joy, and your relationships, your work experiences, your promotions, it all impacts. So just how do you deal with depression? And again, I want to make sure that there's a caveat. Look, if you've got a serious depression situation, you should be seeking the, the attention and the help and support of a doctor, um, psychiatrist, psychologist, something like that. But I am talking about all the individual situations that batter and beat us down, coming from society, coming from our, you know the direct relationships and dealings that we have day in and day out, um, and how we systematically can choose make choices that serve up a depressive situation and something that helps us um, or steals our attention away from healthy and more uplifting things. So just what can we do? Here are a few things that when we deal in crisis lines, 
crisis conversations um, on the phones. These are some of the things that we do. These are some of the things that we're looking to encourage them to do because it is amazing what one tiny little act can do in a depressed situation or to a depressed situation. Now I can tell you from personal experience, when I've gotten into really deep depressions and one of them happened when my kids left, I had three kids leave in one week, move out. So it was a fast decline in our family dynamic and how many people were in the home. And I, you know, I had been doing this for decades. So that was really blindsiding. It really pushed me and I went into a depressive state. Nobody really knew it. I kind of reached out, but nobody really responded. I, and it, it created this two year where I had to face things and look at them. And really I suffered in that period of time. And even though I could do things, I got up, I occasionally cleaned, I'd occasionally do these fun meals and do all this stuff, but it really came down to me and my husband. And that's all that was there. And he was busy every night. He'd found something for him to do. And so he was engaged in his stuff. And there I was alone. And it was so hard. And realized how much my life was wrapped up in my kids and how much I had devoted and lost myself in all of that. So that was a depressive state, right? And that was something I was sorting through. So how can you deal with some of this stuff? And I'm going to tell you, these are the same things that we ask people on the crisis line. Um, There's other things that we do, so I don't want to minimize their work and effort, but how do you create, find, connect, support? How do you do that? Well, I'm going to give you a list of five things you can do. Um, You can call a friend. Call a friend who's a great listener and doesn't pander. Just call a friend that is a great listener and doesn't pander. Ask ask someone to check in. Hey, can you call me once a week? Or, Or you reach out to someone once a week. If it's once a day, whatever you feel safe with and whatever is not going to create more um, stress on you. So for example, sometimes we say, Hey, can you check on, check up on me? And we ask them to do it every day, but really the need is I just need somebody. That's a different request. When you're asking somebody to check in on you, then, um, you're going to ask them, Hey, can you just make a call? Let's just check in once a week or once, you know, once a day for five minutes or whatever it is. I just want to have a place, somebody I can talk to for a second and You can create that. If it doesn't feel right on your soul to request the way you're requesting, then regroup and go at it again. So ask somebody to check in with you or you check in with somebody else. And they don't even have to know why you're doing it, but you do. Go for a walk, sit outside, get a little sunshine, do something you love, but do it in the outdoors. And that might consist of taking somebody for a walk. That might consist of taking the neighbor child for a walk and asking the parents, would that be okay if we just went for a walk every day? Wow, what a blessing you would be to that to that person and it would do something good for you. Write down meaningful things, meaningful memories, times that you felt peace, joy, love. So how many is that? Um, and then pray. 
If you are a Christian and prayer is your thing, pray. Leave it, leave it up to God. Meditate. Do your exercises of breathing and relaxing and allowing meditation in that space to, to be soothed. Um, I'm going to give you a couple more. Maybe you need to schedule an appointment to see a medical professional, to see if there's an issue there that isn't deeper. Um, maybe you join a support group. Maybe you join a mastermind or you create a mastermind. Those are all ideas to help you react differently to things that are, that are beating you down. Because as you are beat down, it means that you are less able to lift, love, serve, and succeed. It gets in your way and you don't deserve that. So again, my suggestion is take one of those ideas, absorb it. Maybe you just do it as a preventative measure. Wouldn't that be beautiful? Do it as a preventative measure to keep yourself lifted and focused and looking forward in your daily life. Anyway, that's my help for today. My suggestion, it's good for us to be proactive and if and take action on getting ourselves into better spaces, especially when it comes to conflict. If you ever have a question, just ask.